You are now listening to the Team Bear Sports Podcast. We're back with the Team Bears Sports Podcast, and we're pretty happy. Why are we happy, Jack? Uh, I think the Bears won. They did what? I think they, uh, well, they played a football game, and they won the football game. And I don't want to hear about the weather or anything. No, that I, is I that is a Super Bowl, I mean, obviously we'll talk about it, but that is a Super Bowl caliber team right. that we just beat, minus maybe that quarterback, and Boy, howdy! I'm uh, I'm a happy camper. Yeah, I mean, we were seven point dogs going into that game. Uh, one of the I I, think, I, I can't remember what, what podcast or what article I read it on, um, but the Bears were a seven point home dog for a season opener. It's one of the highest since like the seventies. Um, so what they did was pretty historic, not just only to what cover highest the is like to to to. To upset a as a seven-point do- dog? Yeah, home dog. Yeah. So Vegas was probably not too happy with us. But, you know, listen. I, I certainly made money on the Bears <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. And, like, I didn't know how bad it was supposed to rain until I woke up. And I was just checking the weather for out here in D.C. And then you guys texted me how bad the rain is out there. Or Kevin did. And... You know, looked down the weather app, and I was just like, oh, man. It was just green and red, just moving on into Chicago. Like, that's not going to stop. <laughs> I I mean, you got to love the results. Uh, sure, the, the, the first the half was shaky with oh, that okay. offense. Uh, but but maybe, yeah, that's what we want. I mean, we want Fields to show like he can win games, and he showed like he could win a game. Now, again, that was a lot of the defense. We had a lot of good things about this defense, and we could say a lot about your Penn State guy with Brisker. Guy is a dog. Yeah, I think we can get more to Brisker. Um, I give him like a B plus B game. He he did he did miss a couple tackles, um, but. He made probably one of the biggest plays of the game with, you know, the tackle in the backfield or at the line of scrimmage, I can't remember, which, um, you know, kept kept San Francisco out of the end zone. You know, they had to settle for that field goal. You know, if the Bears go down 14 nothing, yeah, I don't know if they can come back and win it. You know, you're going down 10 nothing. That's not too bad. But, you know, stuff like that, you know, that's like the battle within the battle. And, um you know, I think with this defense, you're going to get a lot of ups and downs, possibly. You know, um, uh, who's our cornerback? Jalen Johnson. Not Jalen, the other guy. Um, Kyler guy. Gordon. He had a he had, he had a decent game, but he yeah. had some missteps. He had some missteps, but and that's like, his first NFL game. Yeah, and obviously in that situation, uh, the running, the wide receiver, tight ends, running backs, you know, they have the advantage in bad weather games. Um you know, just getting their footing. You know, he, he did get twisted around on that long play, but for the most part, you know, he, you know, he didn't get burned. You know, I was surprised San Francisco didn't try to throw it deeper, just knowing that like wide receivers do have that extra step because they know where to go. 
Um, and that's probably just like, you know, maybe the Niners just don't trust Trey Lance. I, I don't know. I certainly, you could put a old veteran or a veteran on our team. If we were like the 2019 Bears after we had just been really good with our defense, all that, and if we had Fields on our team, I don't know if I'd want Fields starting. I would have wanted, and now again, we, we are, we're talking about Trubisky on our team, but I mean, if we had a Jimmy G and Fields developing, I might even with that 2019, at the beginning of that 2019, obviously it didn't turn out right. too well. I might be one of those people going, I, we're built to win now. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I, I think, you know, if you're Garoppolo, you got to be pissed a little bit because, like, the team the Niners have built, I mean, let's be honest. The, the Niners, I feel like, sh- is, is what the Bears want to be, right? That tough, physical, run the ball you know, play smart football, even though we'll get later to why the, I was surprised how undisciplined the Niners were. Um, but they, they, the Niners are kind of like a carbon copy of what the Bears should want to aim for. And how they run the ball, how physical they are, you know, you look at that type of weather situation. And if you're like Jimmy Garoppolo, like, who's known for someone like, yes, is he probably like the ultimate game manager? But Garoppolo wins big games. Like, as frustrating as it is for probably being a Niners fan, like, I, I probably would have kept Garoppolo in there, too. And, like, what has Trey Lance done? First of all, what has Jimmy G really done to lose his job, right? Get that, get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and that's about it. He wins you playoff games. You know, it's, it was not his fault that they lost the Super Bowl. Um, you know, they got really conservative. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes showed why he's a future Hall of Famer. But you got to the NFC title game. You know, he played smart against Green Bay in the divisional round. Um, He played really well against Dallas last year, too. You know, if you're Jimmy G, you're probably like, well, I I probably could have won that game for you. Like, I can handle those elements. Um, So it's interesting. You know, I, I has Trey Lance really earned that starting spot? I mean, he, he did not look good in that really at all the entire game. I, I think you put an asterisk on it because of the monsoon that was happening. But yeah, I awesome, it, it, it was great. I, I guess we can go a lot of different ways because we're just like, super excited. But we, we were staying on the we were staying on the defense. So let's stay on that. Yeah. Uh, Who's your game I, ball in the defense? You're going to you're going to be you're going to surprise me. But I'm going to kind of say the game ball goes to a player for a huge interception in Eddie Jackson. Okay. And it, it goes to Eddie Jackson because, man, not he only am I – yeah, he needed that. And holy moly, if he can get his confidence back and oh. then and then Brisker can be the guy who comes up and makes the tackles. And I, honestly, signing HaHa Clinton Dix was probably – show, probably shows you that Ryan Pace knew nothing about his personnel because that wasn't – the player we needed we needed a brisker to come up and right. it's crazy that so Coles comes so in and knows saying, that tim tim you're just a big fan of penn state safeties Amos, i'm brisker. just i just yeah 100 <laughs> percent. a guy who's going to come up and make a tackle alabama safeties are questionable draft penn state no i think eddie jackson just needs he and and maybe that's where you could say maybe he yeah. might not deserve that contract but 
he can thrive in a in the spot that he got to be in in the Fangio defense. A ball hawk. Just let him do that. Yeah, I, and I think that was like the frustrating thing, you know, when the Bears were deciding whether they want Amos or whether they want Haka and Dix was, you know, one Amos played up on the ball, right? You know, I could stop the run and cover a tight end, you know, maybe take a guy out of the slot. You know, Amos doesn't didn't really get the picks, but however, he didn't miss tackles, right? Eddie Jackson trying to tackle, and we saw it on Sunday. He does not tackle well still, um, but if you allow him to play center field, he can cover those grounds. He can cover those long throws that, you know, miss. How many times has he gotten interceptions where because he was right there and it looks like he's catching a punt return, you know? So, and to get one in the rain like that to, to put a huge yeah, change read, in the game. He read the ball, um, and I, he, he had a good bounce back in the second half because he, he was missing tackles, right? He and, was, and then he was all over the place. And, and yeah. that doesn't normally – that's that, a, a, adjustments. They made if, adjustments. If Eddie Jackson's playing bad in the uh, – the last two years, if he's playing bad in the first half, he's playing bad in the second half. And, oh, he shuts down. Yeah, yeah shuts and down. you – to see that, I was like, my game ball wouldn't go to him in the sense of, oh, my God, you are the 100% reason why we won this game. But as a coach, I'd give it to him, just be like – Please, you. yeah. yeah. Please, I you. Think sh- mine, yeah. Mine is Dominique Robinson. I, dude, who is this guy? And oh Miami my god, of Ohio. Oh my pick. god. Seven. He only played Tim. I don't think he played thirty snaps. I think he. Yeah. Like, I think he got he caught played twenty eight. Okay, but a third of the game, and he was all over the place. He, think about it. He plays a twenty eight plays. Let's say he played twenty eight plays. I think he got twenty eight in. And a fourth of them, you're making a tackle on. Think about it. He had seven tackles and a what? two and a half, and a half, a sack and a half. Right? He he should have got credit for two sacks, but you know Roquan came in and cleaned it up. But dude, talk about a stat line. Does he? I mean, it, it, he's my he, game ball. Did did he earn the? I mean, he earns the starting starting spot over Gibson in your mind. I mean, do you let's, do you, let's, do you flirt around with it? I think you flirt. I think one, and I think you would agree with me, I think your dad, my dad, Kevin would agree with me, is that it's never a bad option to have as many defensive linemen as possible. No, but does he start, does he start, or do you still put him as that fill-in guy and and you still still go to fill-in? I still go to fill-in, yeah. Let's, again, it's weak. Rainy conditions. yeah. You know, the line play is it's going to be hard anyway. Let's see how he does against Green Bay, right? Let's see how he does, you know, going against a good off. I mean, well, to be fair, the Niners are a good offensive line. I was thankful for it because, really, honestly, the rest of the D-line, I don't think they got in. They got pressure, but they No did. Robert Quinn. Yeah, I think Quinn, Quinn, I don't think, played a bad game. Like, he was causing the pocket to collapse. There was one play where Lance stepped up and got away from him. Um, oh, but when when a game, it seems like even when Roquan can get in and get to the quarterback, and then a new guy, a new fifth rounder is getting the quarterback, you think that's Roquan's time to? I mean, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Robert Quinn's time to get in there and eat. Yeah, and I mean, here's the thing: he's going against a really good right tackle. Well, tackle it, he might be going up against one. Yeah, again with uh, Bakhtiari, but I don't know if he's playing or not. I hope he's not. I mean, linebackers. Morrow played pretty damn well. Obviously, Morrow he didn't. Well. He, he didn't have to cover Kittle. Roquan's all over the place. I, t- I drunk texted our group chat. Said you need to pay him today, not tomorrow. Today. Yeah, you did your uh, famous eight texts in a row. Like yep. You still have an Android. Like you still have an iPhone. Yep. 
Uh, I don't get it. Um, the guy's going to, if he's going to play like that, nine tackles, seven solo, a, tackle, a QB hit. And, I mean, huge plays. And a lot of them seem to be on third down or taking uh, taken on the running back all over said, you know what, you're going to change the defense. And this was his game to be a little confused with the new defense and a new role with the rain. But, wow, it looked like he didn't miss a single step. I mean, they looked like they had fun out there, especially as the game got on. The defense got stronger and stronger. And, you know, he, he could have had an interception on one of those plays. Um, he helped out with the sack. I think what you're going to see with Roquan is obviously with the Will linebacker, there's probably – He's not taking on as many blockers as a stronger Mike will. And if your will linebacker is as good as Roquan Smith and he has less, you know, I'm air quoting this, less responsibilities, he's going to run wild. And the thing what's scary about Roquan is how good his technique is when it comes to tackling people, right? He doesn't miss tackles. He you know? doesn't, and he doesn't he get... He play any linebacker situation, but you put him at that will... Where he's not taking on blockers and he's a free man, that could be a dangerous thing. Well, and everyone was slipping and sliding. They had the penalties on their linebackers because they couldn't stop when Fields was sliding. Roquan, I feel like, never gets any helmet-to-helmet penalties. Never gets any penalties. Yeah, he's a that, clean that, tackler. That might be from coaching, too. You know, we talked about in the first game, you know, one of the smartest plays Briskers made was when Haney slid – and he dove right over him, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, I could, he could have decapitated him and ended his career. But, you know, I had that presence of mind, like, oh, this guy's getting down. I got to get over, you know, get away from him. You know, how many times do you watch, whether it's Saturday or, or Sunday, where guys can't slow down and they just drill a guy in the side, in the, side of the head? Um, you know, obviously the Bears will probably have penalties like that this year, but I think it's a good start of not seeing those penalties one they're they're soaking in information then at practice you know the coaches are beating it into their heads and then they're you know obviously executing it on the field now if you look at the flip side with the Niners you know they had 12 penalties it you know I texted you guys it seems like their best play on third down was just hope for a personal foul for a while before they got the offenses the offense going was hope for a penalty and now get a first down you know because it happened like on three drives in a row um, and if you're the Niners, you know, obviously you, you didn't close out the game against the Rams last year, cost you Super Bowl. And I think the Niners probably would have beaten the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Um, and now you kind of start doing more penalties again. And, but you're the favorite team. They did not look disciplined. 12 penalties is a shit ton. Think about that. Okay. And it was, and it wasn't, there was, and it was. There are obvious ones too. Oh, oh, there. But I mean, there wasn't any penalties that I thought were. It wasn't like a glaring amount of holding or this. That it was a multitude of everything. It was a bad, like a face mask. Like, yeah. And the Bears penalties, one was completely ridiculous. I, I never knew that was a rule with the top. Nobody, nobody knew that a rule. If, if yeah. you knew, if you knew that was a rule, you're a nerd. I, yeah, you're a nerd, or I want to call you out for your bullshit because you did not know that that was a rule. Yeah. Um, I, I just I was flabbergasted. I thought if All that was the line, get, did not get a whole, did not get a penalty. I thought, oh my god, yeah, you would have thought with going up against Bosa, two new tackles, you thought, wow, someone's gonna hold at least. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously 
you know, facing Green Bay this week, there's things that the defense probably needs to do a better job of, you know, containing. Um, Getting that in- interior pressure because the tackles kind of didn't seem very good in the first half, the defensive tackles. Yeah, I think the first quarter is just such a wash. One, because, you know, no pun intended, but – you know, that game speed is completely different. You add in the elements, you have a young team, you're going against a very veteran team. Um, but again, they made the adjustments, right? That's what good teams or good aspiring teams do. They go in there, they calm everyone down, they make the changes, they have to make the personnel changes that they have to, and that's what the Bears did. You know, we don't make we don't make those changes a year ago. Matt Nagy loses that no, and Matt no, Nagy loses that nothing. game. It's ten nothing. The Bears. The Bears are going to lose like twenty to three, twenty to seven with the bullshit touchdown at the end. Yeah. And very happy to see uh, we could switch over to the offense for a little bit. I. I it was I, obviously. I know you had mentioned the first half. You don't really want to mention it too much, but man, that offensive line was looking absolutely scary. There was a couple of uh, definitely a couple swears coming out of my mouth at the beginning of the first three, four drives where it just looked like. Fields had no time, but he did look different yesterday when he had no time. It didn't look like a deer in the headlights kind of look. It looked like he was trying to make those plays. Yeah, I think, um, you know, the first half, obviously, well, it's crazy that to think Fields only got sacked twice, right? And, you know, Braxton Jones had his, you know, welcome to the NFL moment when Bosa ran his ass over. Right, uh, and you're like, oh boy, this could be a long day. But you know what? They started to chip him more often, and obviously you can't chip Bosa on every play. But you got to figure out a way to okay. If we're not going to chip him, we got to move fields. I right? saw today they ran like some of the most. They were tied for second in the league of running the most plays out of different formations yesterday. That's good. I mean, seven seven or eight different formations and all like spread out of plays in there. I mean, heck, even the Bill Bill Belichick's Patriots ran only two formations the entire game. So to to have seven or eight by this Bears offense that's brand new that, that in a in a rainy game, and to not have penalties, no false starts really or anything like no that. Delay that's pretty, games, yeah. No delay games after timeouts. My favorite. <laughs> um, you you showed me that video of. Jenkins getting involved on some of the run plays. Wow. Hit three guys. I mean, it wasn't a run play, so it was a broken play by Fields. He takes on the tackle. He helps out with Forum on the left-hand side, or on his on his right-hand side, right, chips him, and it was Bosa. He chips Bosa, puts Bosa on his ass. Fields, the pocket breaks. Fields runs behind him. Jenkins has the quick feet to get in front of him and hits another guy. It was actually the same defensive tackle who, you know, came down the line. But, you know, it was only about a two-yard gain. But to have the presence of mind to one quick feet, right, to make that initial block, quick feet back to step back and help out with protection, and then the presence to be like, where is Justin? Okay, he's behind me. I got to get out in front of him and try to beat that guy to his outside shoulder to give him some outside, to give field some space. I mean, it's, it was only a yard and a half gain. But, like... That's hard to teach. It's hard to teach. Yeah. You know, that's just being a good athlete. That's just knowing where your body is at. That's, you know, when you have a lineman, obviously, with long arms and who's big and strong, 
But if they can jump rope, you know, and have those quick feet type movements, oh, it's hard to beat, man. Especially it didn't look like hard. that replay. He didn't look like he was uh, in back pain. I'll tell you that. No, no, because he backed up to cover, right, he, to back up to go get to Bosa. And then he actually charged that Bosa and then went forward. It just makes you think of if he's going to shine, one, in this guard position, and two, if— I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to tackle either. Sometime. No, but I, if, I but it, but if you're—oh, but if you're saying he's going to shine here because he's going to learn that NFL game speed, do this, you know, all this kind of things, right? If that's just him and, and then also the injury— it just also, again, I don't want to pick on this last year's coaching staff, but you're just thinking, why the hell was he even put out there in the first place if he was still not even 100%? Right. It's, to just get shit on by our fan base, to just be like, oh, wow, what a shitty pick. And it's just We're like, maybe, the 30, the 39th yeah, draft, maybe right. this guy was just actually legitimately hurt. And in a losing season at that point, he was banged up at Okie State, too. Yeah. Remember? But at a losing season, uh, as it was last year, and I understand, but that's the problems you have when you ha- when you still keep a coach on your team that's fighting for his position. He's going to go do stupid things for the development of your franchise like that. Right. No, but I, 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 for what it is, you know, the offensive line got better. Um, not great. I, I would say they were probably the – they're going to grow, and it's going to be a lot of growing pains with the offensive line. And but it was – it looked like – I mean, by the second series, it looked like st- – Oh, second but half. I say second I, I'm saying – but no, I'm saying yeah. the second to third series, I thought, like, this was a potentially another Browns game. Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't know – I mean, the news broke out late last night that they were doing rotations at right guard with Lucas Patrick – because when you said that to me, I was like, uh-oh, did he get hurt, Jenkins? Yeah, and then he saw Jenkins back in. I mean, the, the play before when he came out, Jenkins came – or when Lucas Patrick comes in for Jenkins, Jenkins got his ass kicked that entire series. And you're like, well, I will say this. They're not fucking around, you know. If you're you're getting your ass beat, yeah, get out. You know, you're going to you're gonna get Fields hurt or anyone else back there. And then you learn that they were doing rotations every two series. And well, and they're not going to do rotations at a center because why would you mess that up? And again, go, shows you this coaching Patrick, staff. Patrick doesn't have the hand grip yet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't taken a snap. Doesn't so. it shows you the again? Because I think last year they throw Patrick right in at center, like you know. What I, I mean, I would be surprised. Yeah, yeah. And first of all, that means if you're going to play center, you're going to play the whole game. You're not going to be strong enough. You know, if you break your hand or have any hand. It's not nowhere near 100%. And, like, we, you and I have talked about it. There's such a difference between, you know, practice speed and live speed. You know, when you get your heart rate going, you know, you, you get you get your lungs going. You can be in the best practice shape as you want, but are you in game speed, you know, practice or game speed um, conditioning? And he may not be there yet to go an entire full game. So that's why you do your rotations. And right now, Jenkins is probably your weakest lineman just because he hasn't really played guard before. But if he's going to have showings of, of decency like that, great. Love the one-two punch with Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. I thought, you know, you're confident in that running game. Even with our offensive line, you're confident in that running game. Montgomery's a beast. Khalil Herbert looks like a, the real deal as well. Um, I... I 
Bob I Gundy love... scares me a little bit. Um, with what? I, I just feel like he was having a hard time getting going, and that may be the offensive line. Um, I thought he saved a few plays. There was that one, you know, miscue with Fields and him, where Fields was able to kind of. He, he he had seven. What he had seventeen carries for twenty nine yards. Yeah, I mean that is. I think that's the, again the line and the. 49ers defense actually being really damn good we needed to open up the passing lane and at that point what we only had like 20 passing yards in the whole first half there's it's really hard to run the ball when they're right. stacking nine against you right so I, you I again kinda, do you kind of throw this I, I don't want to say it but do you kind of throw this game away a little bit? I, I feel like we're not going to get a true measurement of this. Game. Oh no, you don't, and you have to, or you have to, you have to throw the game away for feel or for Lance too. But again, obviously, it's just for us thinking about it. It's just easier to have those comparisons to Lance when you're like, oh, you had the lead, and just be, you know, all you had to do is be conservative and not fuck it up. But whatever, um, you you absolutely can't put the whole barometer on the offense there. However. You do take the confidence boost. You take everything because the Justin get yeah Justin doing those miraculous plays. I don't care how wide open the receiver was, he still had to get away from defenders, roll out, throw across his body, get it to that get it to uh, Pettis. That that pass to St. Brown was awesome. There was some great plays, but wow, I definitely you, feel that Fields. Got comfortable not after the touchdown, but the one where he kind of stayed in the pocket. And I forget who he hit for a, like a twenty yarder. Was it St. Brown um, for a first down? It was just like, okay, I I can do this. Like because the touchdown to Petrus was a little bit like kind of a fluke play. Hey, but um, you made it with your legs. You made it happen, right? And I was so afraid that guy was going to drop it. To be honest, and you could have. Um, well, if it was Wims, that would have been dropped. Uh, but if uh, you also, I'm excited that he, when he rolled out like that, man, you're almost thinking he was just going to run it. You know what I mean? Because we only needed the first down at that point. I mean, he had some stones to throw it across the field. Oh, absolutely. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. You take you take those as as huge wins in the confidence fee, uh, of fields and go, okay, well, okay, even in a bad game, he was able to take some deep breaths, come out in the second half and do it. Um, I, liked, I liked him running too. Yeah. Go oh, we'll get those first downs. Keep yeah, and he's moving. good at and he's good at making sure he doesn't take the hit. Yeah, and I think one. I mean, I know people are kind of complaining. Where's Mooney? Where's Cole Komet? Well, that They're I'm glad you mentioned. I'm glad you mentioned him. I can understand when when Mooney's getting blanketed um, because Mooney's going to get blanketed all season. Right. Um, but wow, in a struggling first half offense, I was really hoping to. Utilize Cole Komet at least once or twice. It. They, they, they even throw it to the. And I honestly, now you're starting to hear out of those rumors at a training camp and from what you hear in the media and all that. It sounds like they're just not confident passing him the football. I mean, to be fair to Cole, I guess you're not throwing me the ball. Like, and reps. And suppose you know a, a lot obviously as well because you're seeing all these other tight ends get in. It's just like. It, if they're not throwing him the ball and he's this receiving tight end, and obviously he's not the best blocking tight end we have, it's just kind of one of those like holes we have in this roster that just like right. we need to. I understand you as a GM didn't pick this guy, but we we took a a pretty big flyer on this guy, and 
Wow. You don't want to be drafting another tight end. Next no, year. it would just be so nice if he could if he could work out. Um, he doesn't need. I don't mind if we're like a tight end by committee. We have two or three tight ends. We have no problem. I don't need Cole Komet to be Travis Kelsey. Um, I just need him to get forty yards. And yeah, you know, I mean, they really didn't target him. Like they but to be no. fair, like they re- the Bears weren't really using their tight ends the entire game. Which you, which is, which is odd to me. Yeah, if it's like a, you know, you want to get like six, seven yards, eight yards, your your tight ends, your best weapon to do that. Well, especially um, against like Green Bay next week, where they're they're some of their weaknesses in that in that in their linebackers and not necessarily in their corners. So you would be like, hey, uh, kind of got to get the tight end rolling. Right, and tight ends move the chains. Right, that's their job. Get those tough third down catches, move the chains, keep the keep you know the offense, the opposing offense off the field. Um, but I think also, I know people are you know kind of shitting on Santos a little bit, but I I don't think you blame him at all. First no. of all, he was he was fantastic last year, and you couldn't even you couldn't even stand on that field. You couldn't no. plant. And all, he did. I will say this when. There was that stupid penalty on the holder, technically. Um, he actually stepped in in the media and got the guy, got the rookie punt, the holder slash puncher off the stand and said, no, that was on me. That was my fault. I told oh, him yeah. that. So that's, I don't think that happened last year type of thing. No, it's it's the, um, we're, we're all in this together. That's what our, uh, that's what Eberflus said at the end. It wasn't a, I figured out the whys, this and this. There was no I or any first person in any of his speech. It's all about we, 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 together, together. Like, you know, we're, we're going to hold everyone, each other accountable. He's going to be that guy that, yeah, he rah rahs you up. But, man, even Jalen Johnson having a huge tackle, you could see him on the sideline saying, wrap up, wrap up, you know? Yeah, I mean, Jalen can't tackle to save his life usually. He tries to go for this big hit. How many times this in the NFL, not just with the Bears? The guy it worked out with off. the peanut punch, though. That was pretty damn cool. He, he sh- that was his biggest play in a long time, I think. He needed that because they were looking like they were going to score. Boom, out comes the ball. What happens when you have a defense that hustles to the ball, hustles to a ball carrier? Guess what? Good things happen. You're going to get those fumbles and loose balls. Um, so with Jalen, obviously, you know, Iberflus was right there to yell at him and be like, you got to wrap up. You know, wrap up to take him out of bounds. You know, hopefully that's something that, you know, can, can continue going forward. Because Jalen was one of those guys, you know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, was he didn't really buy into the hits mentality. You know, you got this new regime coming in. Now it's like this coach who's telling you to hustle, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, now he buys in. That's huge from a veteran. And now you got the coach again being like, hey, I saw you make a half-ass play there. You got to wrap up. You're better than that. You know, there's, I feel like, Tim, what's the word? Accountability is back. Uh, and you're, uh, like you mentioned, super surprising to have a Kyle Shanahan-led team with no accountability yesterday. Yeah, especially uh, how many, you know, you have Bosa, you have Fred you, Warner. You can't argue, uh, really, I, I, I might say maybe two of the penalties the Bears got were like, meh, 50-50. The rest of all those plays, I'm like, that's a penalty, that's a penalty. That's a face mask. That's that's a helmet to helmet, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, I think you take everything, and 
you are happy with it because that's not a game we should have won. We win that game, uh, and we move on to Green Bay, who's struggling. And now you're starting to think, wow, could this team be frisky again for another week? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things, and I know the NFL, and I, it's a cliche thing, and I hate it, but it is true. It is, you know, any given Sunday, right? Do I do the Niners probably beat the Bears if Kittle's in it and they're in a dome in Arlington? You know, probably. They, they probably do, but guess what? It's why you play the game, right? At, at any point of the game, someone can get hurt. The weather can change. There's a freak play. There's a bad penalty. you got to find ways to overcome those, and that's what good teams do, right? Last year or two years ago or three years ago with this Bears team, they would have shut down. They would have absolutely shut down being 10-0, and it would have been another Monday morning disaster on the radio, you know, how many times Matt Nagy's team can't score 20 points? Can't even get know, a first down. Can't even get a first down. You know, just can't get a play call in. They made the adjustments. They didn't have penalties. They held each other accountable, and they they stole a game. Let's be honest. The Niners probably win that game nine times out of ten. But guess what? The Bears looked like a better team for most of that game. They ended well. They hit harder at the end, and they capitalize on the Niners' mistakes, and that's what good—that's what good teams should do, and that's a team the Niners should be doing. But guess what? The Bears put the table on them. They're one and zero. You know, we talked about last week. It's just like, you know, there are pockets in the Bears' season where they can go on a little bit of a run, depending on which games they win and lose. We all had the Niners winning this game. The Bears stole a game. You're one and zero. You're going to Green Bay. You got another chance. You got it. this Green Bay game is a bigger game than the Niners game. So let's see what happens. And they're and Green Bay struggling right now, but they did so last week, last year, week one, and then ended up being MVP Rodgers. So I, I not think to, it's a little different this time. Oh yeah, there's no Devontae. Yeah. and there's. <laughs> You know, it's as smart as, you know, Aaron Rodgers proclaims he is. You know, he demands that he wants to be the highest paid quarterback um, in the league. And I get it. He deserves it. But there's a flip side to that, and that is they can't afford your best receiver that has made you the best quarterback. You know, Tom Brady's – how many times Tom Brady and Peyton Manning taking pay cuts to keep their team together? That's why they have rings, and Rodgers only has one. So – We'll see. I uh, game, man. Absolutely. But if they, uh, they if they beat Green Bay, oh boy, and not sleep for a week. If, and if especially if it's if it's Fields pulling up some magic like that, you, you might as well just get his extension ready. <laughs> yeah, if Fields leads them to like a game-winning drive, like in the fourth quarter, you know, like a game-winning field goal or game-winning touchdown, building the statue. <laughs> And here's the thing, though. Like, the Bears were to start off 2-0, right? Hypothetically, that game against Houston and the Giants, you don't want to start getting too ahead of yourselves because I feel like in the Bears' past, like, oh, man, we're going to run, and now we play like an average or below average team like we should beat, and then we lose, and you're like, oh, shit, here we go again. So I think this is a team that's focused on the next week ahead of itself, and that's what I think is exciting and refreshing. 
pay Roquan. Throw the ball to Komet. Let's see some uh, Robert Quinn and some more defensive line pressure. And Maybe. wrap up. Wrap yeah. up. And we're and everyone knows our offensive line is going to be under a microscope awesome. every game. Yep. Every game. But, you know, they, there's promise there. And I'm not too sure about the pass rushers on, on Green Bay. But it's not – I don't think it's going to be as daunting of a task as Nick Boza. So. No, I don't think anyone in Green Bay's defense is as good as probably Fred Warner or Bosa. I mean, this is probably the first time Green Bay's defenses might be better than their offense, and their defense didn't look good yesterday. So, you know, eventually we got to beat Green Bay, right? You want to be the kings of the north, you got to beat the big man, you got to beat the boogeyman, and that's Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. And... You know, for those bear bear players who are left on that team, you know, Rodgers, you know, saying all that shit last year, like, I still own you. You know, I, you hope that motivates you. You know, I, I, I didn't have a problem with Rodgers saying it because, you know, he spoke the truth. But, you know, like, that should fire you up. Right? They're like, all right, fuck you. Let's, we remember what you said. We're going to hit you harder now. Yeah, I wonder if anyone does that. I mean, I, I don't think Eberflus is that kind of guy that's going to bring that up or anything like that. I think he's just, like you said, week to week, th- there is no pass. It's more so of the, what are we doing What are we doing to improve ourselves? So, Yeah, I mean, my biggest dream is that Fields plays for the Bears his entire career, and he has most of that offensive line with him. You know, how great would that be? That would be that would we would look at this and go, wow, uh, Ryan Poles, you are a genius, because man, there's some picks that he he just picked up in his first year as a GM. They're looking promising, I'll tell you that. And sure, they might be playing out of necessity, but man, oh man, are they are, are they? We have, I mean, you could argue we got at least maybe four NFL players in this draft. So Tim, before we go, I want to touch on two things. One, we got to talk about the field, and then. Two, we got to talk about shutting up the national media. Which one do you want to start with? Uh, the field, just because it's, it was, you know. Okay. Have you ever seen a game that ridiculous? But didn't you didn't you say that, like, that the one of the game one of the only reasons we won the game is for the rain? So is all those people that want to stay in Chicago, did they just get a little W in their, in their uh, argument right there? I, you know, that's what I thought of. My dad texted me that, and... As much as I want a dome, I think those are the things you kind of miss, you know, when the weather plays to the advantage. Of Dude, the when they had to put that, like, the black lines on the screen, that, that was, was insane. I, I, I didn't realize what was happening for a split second. And I'm like, oh, they changed the graphic. Someone on Twitter said, you know, when the lines are already wavy and they're, you know, they're bleeding a little bit, um, that Soldier Field officially became a Picasso. <laughs> Dude, it looked bad. I, and I want to know, like... But the field held up. That's the crazy thing. It didn't break apart. There were no, like, mud anywhere. It, it was just water. The field held up. Because we're, we're, we're away next week. Yes. Thank yes. God. Oh, my God. Because if we were not, I would be like, uh... Imagine how bad that locker room smelled yesterday. Oh, it was probably terrible. Like but 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 else. those that that sliding picture is oh I all time it's gonna if the Bears have like a deep playoff run this year and becomes one of those like magical Bear teams I might get that picture framed yeah uh, I and just Fields do you know 
doing the Superman slide and then coming up flexing, you're going to be like, that might be like the Bears meme uh, if he becomes a good quarterback. Yeah. No, like seriously, I'm looking at this right now. Oh, that picture that, I mean, I don't know if you got that from Reddit or whatever, but that is. Twitter, yeah. Yeah, that is beautiful. I think that was from the Associated Press that was able to get it. That is wonderful. Whether it's in black and white, whether it's colorized, it's wonderful. That is something, like, in my, if I were to have a basement in, like, a man cave, right, where you have the big TV and a bunch of bare stuff, like, I would have, like, a picture of, like, Walter Payton, like, jumping over the line, you know, George Hallis staring down an opposing player. Let's say, like, the Bears win the Super Bowl this year or have a great year. Like, I would have that picture framed. I think it's that cool of a photo. Oh, it's so super cool. Even if the, those players never play for the Bears again after a couple of years, it's still a cool photo. Yeah. All right, the national media. How Fuck great them. did how great they come to just screw off? Yeah, right. We're not going to be. We're not going to be one of the. I mean, there was a lot of that. Le- a lot of crap. And, there was a, I get it. I get it. But like, really, were that bad? That there was a lot of teams that showed up. I mean, heck, you and I were the one of the ones that said, "Wow, Giants going to be a terrible team." They had a pretty big win yesterday too. They had some balls to win that game. Yeah. Um. I mean, heck. I don't know what the score is right now with the Seahawks, but they came, ran, you know, Geno Smith went 4-4 four, four to, you know, I mean, there's teams, the NFL is proving. It's hard to win. It's hard to be good yeah, in the NFL. NFL is proving these last couple, uh, these last couple years exactly what you just said. And then two, that nobody knows anything week one. Because no. there was also some teams that were like, I thought were going to be a lot better that looked terrible. Yeah, so, the only team that looked really good was probably Kansas City. You're like, oh, boy, they haven't missed it. Yeah, the Bills, but yeah, I don't know if you count like the Thursday game. Yeah, no, that counts. Yeah, I forgot about the Bills. Yeah, no, the Bill, Bills and Kansas City looked the best. And, 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 you know, they looked the best last year, too, until Cincinnati. Everyone's high on those Eagles, like you and I said. And, and, and sure, you could be high on them, but the Lions still scored 35 points against you, too. Yeah, yeah, and it got a little sloppy at the end. Um, you know, I think... Who else looked good? You know, the Steelers, you know, were able to battle back. They, but Trubisky was looking bad. I mean, they had, they had interception after interception. They couldn't even score on them. Yeah, but they still won. And, like, maybe that's a, a detriment. I'm just saying it was on the third screen I was watching. And, I, and I, you know me, I have a vested interest because I want Mitch to do well. But I he, look, he, looked, he looked like Mitch. And here's the thing. Cincinnati didn't challenge that one play with Chase earlier in the game where he caught it on the line. He and the looked... NFL said, the NFL later said in a statement, like, yes, they would have reviewed that, and that would have been a touchdown. Yeah. Well, it. again, he looked like Mitch. I mean, he's got the best receiving core he's probably ever going to get. Those are some top-tier receivers. And he's got a good, t- good tight end in Firemouth. Yeah. I, I mean, when your worst receiver is George Pickens and he was a monster last year in college football, I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, people had the Steelers being shitty or losing this game. You know, I think what makes week one so fun is upsets happen all the time. You know, it's definitely – and it's probably the most – Texans beat the Colts. They tied. No, they tied. Oh, they tied. Yeah, they, they the Texans blew a big lead. The Colts came back and tied it. I would definitely say it's the biggest overreaction, underreaction week of the year, right? If a good team loses, it's the media is it's. Well, people know, are saying that the Rams are. The, people are saying the Rams are done. I'm like, I don't know about that. I mean, they play in a tough division. I get that, but 
I I just feel like they got a little bit too much talent. Right? Yeah. I don't think, you know, they have a lot of good leaders. I don't think Cooper Cup or Aaron Donald's going to allow them to be bad type of thing. Now, do I think they're Super Bowl repeat champs? Probably not. I mean, but... with the NFC being how it is, and then you look at potentially, if the Packers are going to continue to struggle the whole year, the NFC is wide open. Yeah, because Dak going down. Because the team, the other team that might be in the top five just yeah. lost to the Bears. <laughs> the problem is you got Tampa. But Tampa didn't look the, all that well. Well, that's where you're that's also – but. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're going to say that that's probably the worst Brady's going to play because everyone's saying, all oh, the 11 days off and stuff, and he still got it done yesterday, so. Yeah, it's not like he played a terrible Cowboys game. are just poopy, so. Hey. We have the Cowboys beating the Cowboys. So, yeah, the NFC is definitely not as uh, heavy as the AFC is. Um, It's going to be fun. And I think this is what makes the NFL such an interesting league is the parity in the NFL, right? How many times have we seen a really good team lose to a dog shit team? Um, And that's the one thing I don't want us as – podcast hosts or fans to listen or to um, get ahead of ourselves. If we do start going on a run, you, you got to take it one game at a time. You can't start looking at the schedule and be like, hey, we play so-and-so next week. We're going to fucking kick their ass. Because how many times has that happened in the NFL? And has it happened to us? You know? Um, it's cost us playoff chances before plenty of times. So, let's just relax. Enjoy it. Get ready for Green Bay, which is never fun. But, hey, who knows when it can happen, man. Yeah, I agree. Also, fuck Mike Martz. What that guy said today. Yeah, he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He thought Greg Olson was not gonna, uh, not a good football player. He, so. Like, the Bears won out of a deflated thing from Justin Fields. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. I, do, I don't know why he has such a bone to pick. Um... I don't know. Um, he could continue to say what he did, but he's, he's like an old man yelling at a cloud. Literally, Bears are projected to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Now we're one and zero, so I uh, I'm cool with that. Can't go zero and seventeen. Can't go zero and seventeen. And I, we know that this team will win some more games down the stretch. So uh, that's a big win that we all had as a loss. We take it. I like being proven wrong on losses. Let's say that. Yeah. I say you take that every day and you take it to all the way to the bank and uh, that's it. That's all you're going to say. Stealing a win is still a win. Okay? And that's what we did. Be the better team. And that doesn't matter. Heck yeah. All right, Tim, you got anything else? No, I think I'm pretty good. I'm happy about this win. I'm going to be a hell of a lot happier. I might be drinking on the podcast if there's another win next week. I might go for like a week bender if they beat Green Bay. Yeah. Oh, I better believe it. Uh, All right, Tim. Well, I'll see you later, man. Yeah. See you later, guys. Thank you, thank you, and go Bears!